0: Welcome to the force of habit podcast, a kick ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here we talk all things mindset, routine and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, go grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of First of Habit. I hope you've had an incredible weekend so far. I felt like doing a little weekend potting today. So here we are on a Saturday it's early in the morning. We got to get back up soon for cheerleading. But I've been getting this question a lot in DMS lately. I thought I'd make a really, really great episode. And sometimes when I am in the mood to pod, I've just got to pounce on it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't feel like waiting until Monday. I wanted to post it this weekend. Uh, so here we are. So something that I'm really proud about is the message and the beliefs that our community stands on in a world that can be so extremely toxic when viewing weight loss. I am so proud of how I help women lose weight, truly, you know, both in nutrition here on the podcast. On Instagram and TikTok, I've done a lot of work over the years to really cultivate a belief system that is essentially you can eat regular food to lose weight. You don't have to cut out foods. You don't have to kill yourself in the gym. You don't have to buy any supplements, miss your life in order to lose weight. And so, a question I get a ton, or I should say something women tell me a lot because there isn't a question posed half the time, is that being restrictive or being really strict with their diet is the only thing that's worked for them in the past. And so when they try to take on my approach or even before they decide to try an easier way, they're really nervous about it actually working. So today I wanted to talk about one, the importance of this approach and even when this approach needs to be taken up a notch, You know, is there a time to be a little more strict, a little more focused? And then two, what to do when you aren't losing weight, when you've hit that plateau, when you're scared to have to go back to being restrictive so that you can actually lose weight, what to do in those moments. I think today will be really, really helpful for a lot of you. um, And I'm really excited about it. You know, in the beginning, this approach, I can admit, (laughs) it doesn't sound appealing. When you hear people talk about sustainable weight loss, the first thing that probably pops into your head is slow weight loss. Like, I have to lose weight so freaking slowly before I can get to my goal. And it's like, I have a vacation in a few months or I'm getting married this winter or I'm just impatient and I want to lose all of this weight right now. That's very, very normal. And so something I'm always reframing for my own members is sustainable weight loss does not mean slow. The two words are not synonymous. It means that the weight loss you do make is able to be sustained. And that is the other portion of the weight loss equation so many people forget about. You know, I ranted about that on last episode of the the week before. But the goal is not to have to lose the weight again. The goal is to not be 10 years from now still trying really shitty ways to lose that 20 pounds. The goal is to make the progress and then actually enjoy the fruits of your labor, to enjoy the energy, to enjoy the abs, to enjoy the strength, the smaller dress size or whatever it is the goal is to actually live your life in the body you wanted to create for yourself, not torment it for years restricting and binging and gaining and losing and gaining and then jumping ship to a new program and losing and gaining when your motivation runs out and then losing again and gaining again like that sounds freaking exhausting and no one wants to live their life that way or at least i hope you don't if you're listening to this podcast i know you don't and so creating a mindset shift early before you lose your first freaking pound that the goal is to keep the weight off, the goal is to sustain the weight loss, the goal is to not just lose weight, the goal is to keep the weight off, will be a game-changing mindset wind. Now, you are a human body, You are not a robot and so you will have weight fluctuations. That is absolutely 100% normal and we have to, guys, we have got to normalize gaining a pound in a week after you lost a few pounds or like not losing weight one week. Like the goal is to fluctuate between smaller numbers and sustain majority of the progress you make each month, not each week, each month. If instead of asking how can I lose 20 pounds, you ask how can I keep 20 pounds off, you get very different answers. You start making decisions and doing actions that help you create the life you actually want to lead. You make decisions that feel good, that feel easy, that don't feel grueling. And so, one of the most common things that comes up about this is well, will it be enough? Will the progress I make be enough to basically satiate my hunger to lose all of my weight right now? Will I be making enough progress that keeps me motivated? And the answer is yes. If you shift your expectations, you know, a podcast episode, I'm always recommending because I feel like it was one of my best (laughs) is the episode I did about expectations and how expectations is the death of most weight loss journeys. It is not that your progress is slow. It is not that you're making, you know, you're not making progress. It isn't that you're, you're stuck in this body that you don't want to be in. It is because you have an expectation about how your journey is supposed to go that expectation is not met and so you tell yourself that there's something wrong with you or you feel disappointed or you feel frustrated and so then you fall off when you can shift your expectations again to sustainable weight loss not meaning slow weight loss but it is slower when you can shift your expectations to i am going to lose weight a little slower and that's okay so like the downside is slightly slower progress. The upside is higher likelihood of not having to re-lose those same exact pounds, which gets harder the more you do it biologically, by the way. You know, a affirmation we say in nutrition, um, I think I wanna start closing out all our coaching sessions with this, but we say it all the time and we say, I am not interested in, nor do I desire, to lose weight, I'll have to lose again. And when you can shift from, well, actually, Yo-yoing isn't good enough. Not being able to enjoy my social life isn't good enough. Having anxiety every single time I eat something or experiencing shame or guilt when I've gone off my restrictive meal plan isn't good enough. Killing myself in the gym so much that I resent working out and procrastinate working out isn't good enough. Always comparing myself to other people isn't good enough. When you can break down what's actually not good enough, what actually sucks, you start asking questions like, how can I enjoy my weight loss? How can I eat foods I actually like and want to eat and lose weight? How can I make time for this birthday party and still honor my goals? How can I get more energy? How can I feel better so that I never want to stop these habits? Same outcome. Weight loss happens both ways, but not only is sustainable weight loss more enjoyable, but then you get to keep the price. You get to leave the fair with the big stuffed animal. You get to keep the progress. That is something I wish I could just like drill <laughs> into people's heads, just plant that idea there and just walk away. Because it single handedly is the most important piece to your journey, this shift in beliefs about what it means to lose weight. And so then the next stage becomes well, I'm doing things easier. I'm not restricting as much. I feel like I enjoy this better, but I'm not losing weight or I've hit a plateau. So then the question becomes like, so what do I do now? And so this is something that I think is also equally important is one to normalize weight fluctuations, but to also normalize weight plateaus and a weight plateau, something I teach in nutrition, isn't something to get scared of. It's actually a thing to celebrate because it means your body is ready to level up. So we have this framework in nutrition, and it's called Levels. And it's so funny because I came up with the idea or the framework of Levels thanks to Bexley. <laughs> so really quick story time. She, it was a few Christmases ago, she had been asking for a Nintendo Switch for years, like basically since she was like four, I don't know, maybe three. No, not three, like four. And we never really thought she was old enough to take care of it. So we just pushed it off and pushed it off and pushed it off. She's asked for a birthday, asked for her Christmas. And so she finally gets it. And she's had it for a few weeks. And I remember she just stomps out of her room. Me and Otis are in the living room watching a movie. And she just hands him the Nintendo. And she's like, Dad, beat this level for me. And dad being dad was just like, yeah, sure. Grabs the Nintendo, starts to beat it. Mom being mom, I snatch the (laughs) Nintendo from him. And I hand it back to Bexley. And I say to her, hey, babe, You gotta beat this level yourself because if dad beats this level for you, then you're not gonna be able to beat the next one. And so then dad just ends up playing your game instead of you learning how to play your game. So she was pissed about it, but eventually ended up beating the level. And I just had a light bulb moment. And I was like, this was essentially what I was teaching in the program, but I never named it. I never had a framework for it. So when progress is slow, when you've hit a plateau, when you're ready to make more progress, it means you've had some sort of mastering of something, right? Because when you go to a next level, it's because you've mastered that level. You've beat the boss. You've mastered, you've mastered that jump or you've mastered that like fighting combo that beats the guy. And you, I, I obviously do not game. <laughs> But you, you beat the level and a mistake that a lot of women make is they decide that they want to lose weight, but they haven't even mastered basic foundational pieces to weight loss, like being able to tell if they're actually hungry or fullness. That is a skill. That is a skill that I teach in nutrition, and it is the framework to everything we do. I have to teach women how to get in touch with their hunger and fullness cues because as a society, that is something that we have lost touch of. You know, they haven't mastered the skill of getting in consistent water each day, sleeping seven to 10 hours, getting easy daily movement in. There's nothing to build on. So they want to jump to level 20 and try to beat the final boss and just lose all of their weight at once. You know, and they're trying to do something that someone who is, you know, at level 20 has lost hundred pounds to do or whatever the goal is, right? 50 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever your goal is. But you haven't practiced being that person long enough. You don't have the mindset that, you know, level 20 you does. You don't have the habits she does. You don't have the discipline she does. You don't have the consistency she does. Those are skills not things people are born with, things that you have to retrain your brain and your body to do. And that is why most weight loss programs fail because they don't teach you the basic foundation. You have nothing to build on. They want to hit you with a bunch of hard workouts, hit you with these restrictive meal plans, and you don't even know how to catch your hunger and fullness. You don't even know how to place a boundary with someone at a social event when they're pushing you to eat. You don't know how to navigate things in your life that actually contribute to your weight gain. How to say no when you're bored at work to the vending machine. How to not honor every single craving and urge you feel how to take your ass to sleep, how to structure a routine that nurtures weight loss. You don't know how to do that. And so you think that you're just going to lose these 30, 50, 100 pounds, and then that's all there is to it. But what actually happens? You crash out, just like Bixley did in her game. You lose all your lives. You're back at level one. All the weight is back, and you're pissed you have to start over again. Instead of beating one level at a time, AKA mastering a little bit at a time and adding more and adding more. So when you're at a weight loss plateau, it's just about more, better, new. And new is beating the level. Oftentimes you just need to do more. So like first step is when you're at your level, do more. Catching your hunger and fullness cue, more. Leaving bites behind, more. Drinking more water, more sleep, more protein. Then it moves to doing those things better. Getting in quality sleep, quality protein, you know, not changing your workout, but doing it faster, getting a better time. Then you move to new, which is beating the level and adding a new weight loss habit. So maybe it's adding one more volume focused meal to your day. Maybe it's adding a cardio day to your movement plan. Maybe it's trying a new plan that is a little more nutrient dense. You level up. Where people get stuck with plateaus is they get frustrated at their level. They try to skip to level 20, you know, do all the hard things, do five days a a week in the gym, completely X out all of their favorite foods, restrict their carbs, go cold turkey. And then what happens? You crash out. They binge. They stop doing the basics. You, You know, you overeat on the weekends because you've been so restrictive during the week. And then you confuse it with effort when really you just aren't disciplined to take it one level at a time. So something I hear, I'm doing all the things, Chantel, but I'm not losing weight. And it's like, no, you aren't. You are not some anomaly in the world who is in a deficit and isn't losing weight. You aren't in one consistently because somewhere you're trying to skip a level. Now, hence, I feel like I always have to say this but I said most, (laughs) I'm not speaking for everyone, there will always be things that are outside of your control that can affect your weight loss, you know, medical diagnoses. But the question still becomes, even then, what will you do about it? You know, regardless of your medical history, you still have to find the way you lose weight best. Because even someone perfectly healthy does not lose weight the same exact way someone else does. The science is the same. You still have to be in a calorie deficit, but the way someone gets to that calorie deficit, the way someone chooses to go about it can look very, very different. And that is something I just try to really teach as much as I can is that counting calories, logging your macros, You know that's not the only way to be in a calorie deficit, which is why people get so, like people get their panties in a twist when I say calorie counting is not helpful for most (laughs) because they think it's the only, like if you don't know, first of all, the only people who have gotten very, very close to knowing the exact calories in something is like NASA, okay? The FDA allows for a 20% margin of error with calories. You don't even know how much energy you're eating Anyway, it could be 20% up 20%. You don't know. You d- you just, no one knows the exact amount of energy that they're eating in a day, but that's beside the point. The calorie, you know, calorie counting, logging your macros, knowing a number is not the only way to be in a deficit, period. Like it's not an argument. It's a fact. It's a fact of the world. But anyway, You still have to, regardless of your medical diagnosis, you know, find the way that you lose weight best. And some people tell me like, oh, it's not that easy for me because X, Y, Z, but it's like the way you lose weight is just different. Maybe you need medication for your thyroid or maybe you need a medication for PCOS or another type of medical intervention. And then you still have to do your foundation after that. You still have to master the basics, master your levels because they are still a part of your weight loss plan. It's like, so I have anxiety. And it's like, even if I choose to take medication for it, the medication does not just fix it. You know, every doctor will tell you, You still have to practice habits that helps you regulate your anxiety. You still have to process it. You still have to create a routine that makes sure that you keep it in control. You don't just pop a pill and go on about your way. You still have to master habits. So don't become a victim of your life, even if it does feel hard. Tell yourself, okay, now what? You're a single mom with six kids. No one is helping you. Okay, now what? You're missing an arm. Now what? You can't walk? Now what? You have PCOS? Now what? You have a thyroid disorder? Now what? You're 10 weeks postpartum? Now what? Notice I'm not saying so what. Never dismiss your feelings and how hard something feels. Process that all the way through. And then when you feel it through, ask yourself, okay, now what? What will you do about it? And this is coming from a place that just wants you to see how much awesome shit is ahead for you in your life. You have so much potential and you will smother it by seeing yourself as a helpless victim who can't do anything about your circumstances because it's not true. So when you're at a standstill, revert back to the levels, more, better, new. What can I do more of? What can I do better? What can I add? I don't think I've ever coach to plateau or really, or just like really, really, really slow progress that has not benefited from this. When you show up and you do the work and you take a step and you look at your actions objectively, like you're a scientist in a lab and not judge Judy and not, you know, judge your, your scale weight from an emotional place, but an objective place. How did I get here? What can I tweak? You will make progress that you are so proud of and that you didn't even think was capable for yourself. And like those are skills that people don't teach. Like in nutrition, we have an entire lesson that talks about how to look at your progress objectively and not emotionally. Not sitting there beating yourself up, doing an emotional spiral, telling yourself you'll never lose weight, you'll always be this way. That is a skill, That is a skill. How many of you, I know, show, I want you to raise your hand. I don't care where you are, your coffee shop, you're in the car, you're in the bed, raise your hand right now. (laughs) If you've ever weighed in, you're trying to lose weight, you weigh in. The scales up. Maybe you didn't lose weight. You felt like you were busting your ass and you immediately, immediately go to, well, if I'm doing all this and I'm not losing weight. I might as well eat how I want. You binge or you sabotage or you really beat yourself up and you're like in an emotional state of just disappointment for the whole day. Those days right there, those moments are missed opportunities to break a plateau because you're so much in your head And telling yourself thoughts that are not true about yourself, that you miss the opportunity to look at your data objectively and say, okay, scientifically, there is a reason I am at the weight I am at now. It is not good. It is not bad. It's just a number on the scale. How did I get to this number on the scale? Why did this number on the scale not move? Is there a scientific reason behind it? Am I on my period? Is this water weight? Am I weighing in at the end of the day when I've eaten food? Food has weight. (laughs) in your body? Have I not pooped in a couple of days? Have I just been overeating and I haven't been catching it? Have I been drinking more wine than usual this week? Have I missed a couple workouts this week? And that would explain. Like there's always a reason. But we jump to like emotionally beating ourselves up for it. So I don't know what I'm gonna name this podcast episode, but I hope it was helpful um for you today. If it was please share it with a friend you really, really feel needs to hear this so that we can help more women just like you lose their weight for good. So happy Saturday. I hope you guys have an amazing day today. If you need to rest, rest. If you need to be productive and get some ish done, please do that. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.